Hello. Welcome to the Andrew Wallach Podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Wallach. This is a very exciting episode. It's the first. So hopefully this is the start of something fun, entertaining, perhaps valuable. And yeah, there's a good chance it'll be bad in the beginning just because I have no experience, but I'm going to learn. So we'll see how this evolves. But today, in the first episode, I want to talk about my football story from start to present, just details, thoughts, stories, just thought I'd talk about that. So we'll start from the very beginning, you think. Yeah, I mean, my one of my earliest memories, I was... You know, watching the watching the Minnesota Vikings, it was a it was a definitely a playoff game. Let's see, it was I was probably like seven years old. Vikings Packers playoffs, you know, nice and cold. Randy Moss, uh, you know, catches a touchdown, runs over, moons the crowd at Lambeau, and I remember it was Joe Buck on the you know the announcer saying, "Oh, you know, that's terrible," and I was. You know, I'm sure I thought I'm sure I thought that was awesome. And uh yeah, I don't know, I just always have loved football. You know, I've always played it, whether it was flag football with friends, whatever. Just always liked it. So yeah, VAA played I think I mostly played running back and linebacker throughout my my youth. And yeah, as I got older I switched to corner and safety and specialize a little bit so I guess some more details on on uh, high school so freshman year so when I was 14 was fresh yeah freshman teams so there was three uh, freshman teams I remember you know a team b team c team and I remember there was like tryouts like skills stuff to see where everyone's at and then there was like people were assigned teams and like you know, we were all kind of in a big, uh, a big pile, you know, on a knee, and we were just listening to the coach, uh, just, you know, name people off his list or whatever. So, you know, he names a few names, you know, John, Bob, whatever, you know. And after a few names in, you kind of realize, you know, you know, these are the better players getting called first. So, I'm sitting there waiting for my name to be called, and. Yeah, I was just never called, so ended up being on the freshman C team when I was 14, and yeah, I mean, that kind of, you know, kind of pissed me off, still kind of pisses me off a little bit, because, you know, I just remember how passionate I was, and, you know, how much I loved loved the game, and, and uh, you know, I remember other, gu- other guys getting picked for the uh, A team, B team, whatever, and I was just thinking, you know, like I've been playing this my whole, my whole life, and they just like they just kind of came out like they don't really, haven't really played it like I have. So, you know, the season went on, and I remember, you know, I was I was playing in C team, you know, playing my role, doing my best. Remember, I played, was it? I might have played a little like outside linebacker, but pretty sure it was corner for the most part. Also played some running back. Anyways, throughout the season, the uh, guys from A-team, B-team, there were guys, like, quitting. 
So then I was ended up brought up and played in some A-team games just because they needed numbers. And, yeah, that's just something I look back at. Like, you know, I've came a uh, came a long way. But I do remember, so this might have been freshman year or sophomore year, our quarterback, there was only one quarterback assigned per team. So on the, on the C-team or whatever, our quarterback got injured. And I've like played some running back, and I knew all the plays. I knew all the plays. So like by default, I was quarterback because I was the only guy who knew all the plays. And I remember one of my first plays. You know, it was like third down. Needed to get the first. It's a pass play. There, I had a tight end coming coming across the middle. Threw it to him. Hit him right in the hands. And then he dropped it. I was like, Come on, man! You know, I just, this is my one chance to show him what I got at quarterback, and you making me look bad. But no, I was I was probably five feet tall at the time. I was not not made to be a QB, especially with my arm. But yeah. Anyways, furthermore, sophomore year was pretty similar. I don't think we played a whole lot of games. Then uh, junior junior year, I guess I would be a yeah seventeen, sixteen. Uh, you know, then I was playing majority corner safety DB stuff. Uh focusing on corner at that point but all jv never really touched the field varsity maybe a few plays at the end of the season like special teams i think we were like in our last last game we were down by a lot of points and i like persuaded a guy that i could i would go in for him on special teams so i got some playing time or whatever but but yeah then remember you know off season it's like okay now I'm going to be a senior. I really got to go b- go big cuz you know I wanted to play college football. I always you know just had it in my mind like you know I'd go play college football one day like that was just just felt like that was what I was going to do. So but you know I didn't even I barely played. You know it's a junior junior year and all that so but I mean it only takes one year, right? So I I really went, uh, I mean, even junior year, me and JV, you know, towards the end of the year, the JV season was done. And then, you know, all those guys, we started practicing uh, mixed with the varsity, you know, and you're at practice, you know, not doing a whole lot because we're not going to be playing a lot. So just remember, yeah, going to lifetime after practice and just lifting and stuff because I knew I was like, you know, I'm not, I'm not good enough right now. I'm not where I need to be. So, yeah, that's what I did. And then between junior and senior year that summer, I remember training. There was the school training. So, like, in the morning you'd go to the school, lift. Like, it'd be, like, all the teammates, like, the football team, we'd all be there, uh, do our stuff, go up to the field. Then after that, I would do a MASH performance, like a, a speed camp, so, like, running and, and uh, foot, a little football training. And then sometimes, like, a few times a week, I would do, I was really fortunate, I was, I had Tyrone Carter sessions, where it was like small groups, and uh, if you don't know Tyrone Carter, he was a two-time Super Bowl champion with the Steelers, played with the Vikings a little bit, uh, Jim Thorpe, award winner with the Gophers, so I mean, I was going balls to the walls, but honestly, if I think about it, I probably overtrained a little bit, because I was doing so much, so much stuff, you know, not let, not enough time for recovery and stuff, so. So yeah, senior year came around, 
Got started at like safety. Yeah, I think that was one of my first times like playing safety full time. But we was like roll down, roll down in the box, a lot of linebacker, kind of outside linebacker type stuff. So, yeah, what was it? I mean, I think we only went like three and eight though that year as a senior. So, I mean, it was kind of disappointing. I remember, you know, every time I would, I would drive home from a game, I'd be like really upset or crying or whatever just because I was like, you know, I'm supposed to be playing college football next year. You know, we keep losing. I'm not like, I'm not making big plays like for my highlight tape and stuff. Like this isn't good. So I remember, remember thinking that. But I mean, overall, I mean, high school football is a blast. So just a, a lot of good memories with all the teammates there and and the, and everything. So then from there, I had a few teams kind of contact me. I think mostly, yeah, Division Three. I think like Hamlin, Concordia, Moorhead, and then Wooster in in Ohio. Those are like the three colleges that like I reached out to or were somewhat interested in me. Well, that I vi- I visited, but I don't know. I just uh, a lot of those D three teams were like really preaching. You know, it's a great balance. You can go at you with class. Uh, you know football you know but it's not too much you'll be able to do other stuff you know socialize it's a real good balance and I just remember thinking you know like a balance is not like something <laughs> my balance is like a lot of football you know like so I just I just felt like I could you know do not necessarily more because there's nothing wrong with playing D- D3 football but I just want yeah wanted something different so I ended up going to uh, Central Lakes Community College in, in Brainerd, just up the road. And, yeah, I remember, uh, you know, I, I emailed him, Coach Medic, the head coach up there. Uh, you know, like, here's my highlight tape, here's my GPA, you know, like, really want to play. I remember researching them. They went to a bowl game in Arizona the year before, so I was like, that's badass. Like, you know, this is the team for me. So then I emailed him and I remember I was in math class sitting at my desk and he sent me an email back he's like oh Andrew I saw your email I watched your tape I saw everything you look great man we would love to have you on the team you know you should come up for a visit I remember just being you know overjoyed and uh didn't pay didn't pay attention much uh for the rest of class so yeah from then on I think that was like February or March, like it was late in the process, but ended up going there. The, the JUCO, the JUCO experience, the JUCO route, and I think that was a, you know, an important step for me, because when I got there, you know, moved into a, an apartment. You know, there are no dorms at junior college, living with other teammates, and. uh you know, like the weight room was, you know, maybe the size of th- of this room, and you know, there's like four coaches for the whole team, and I just remember, you know, like this is a, you know, this is what I'm gonna have to do if I want to make it, to, you know, pursue my dream of of playing at like a, you know, a big school and, you know, bright lights and all that. So, yeah, I think it was the right move for me because, I mean, I only played one year of varsity. Like, I needed that game experience. And, 
I mean, it was really a reality check when I got there, though, because, I mean, I remember first practice, you know, like we were in different positions, you know, DB group. I remember seeing, like, these DBs. Had this one dude with dreads. He was, like, 22, talking to him and stuff. And he was like, yeah, man, you know, I had, like, a lot of Division One offers out of high school, but then I tore my ACL, so all that stopped. So I was like, dang, Nick, these guys are not for real out here. So, I mean, you could just tell, yeah, a lot, a lot of talented guys like the JUCO, you know, the JUCO route. It's like there's a lot of raw talent and, you know, guys coming out of high school or whatever situation. But, you know, there, a lot of them are, are hungry and there's a lot of skill there. So, anyways, yeah, I knew it wasn't going to be easy to get a lot of playing time there. But, I mean, one thing that's always, that one, you know, once I got into college, you know, I was a pretty average student in, in high school, to be honest. Very, very average at best. But then in college, I was like, you know, I might not be, you know, the superstar on the football team, but I need to, you know, I need to make up for it a little bit by being like, a, you know, the best student I can be just to maybe that'll help me with recruiting or whatever, have like a high GPA or just, you know, just, uh, yeah, put put that effort in there. So, you know, I did that and that was one of the things that, you know, helped me, helped me a lot, but you know, the Central Lakes team, there was a lot of yeah, talented guys. I remember just in practice, one-on-ones against the receivers. You know, I would get torched a lot. I mean, held my own, held my own but, you know, there was just – it was a, wasn't a walk in the park. I ended up starting my first few games because the guy, the safety who was, you know, the starter ahead of me, he was ineligible for whatever reason. So I started some games. But yeah, just uh, yeah, like a lot of talent. I didn't, I didn't touch the field as uh, you know, like I wouldn't start the whole season. And yeah, played like a lot of special teams. But I mean, I definitely got a lot better and got a. It was a big eye opener of, you know, I might have put a lot of work in, uh, senior year, to get better. But you know, I'm gonna have to do, you know, that same amount or more, to really improve and get to you know, that, that next level if I really want to get to another, you know, a four-year. So, so yeah, that's that. I mean, I could talk a lot about the JUCO life. I was there for a year and a half, and I graduated in December of uh, 2016 just because, yeah, I wanted to, uh, you know, I think that would be, it would look better for college, you know, or we can get here right away. Thought that'd be like competitive advantage. Well, it was. I mean, it was. It was helpful when I got to my next school. But, anyways, one of the biggest, uh, I think one of the biggest lessons that I learned in life was when I was at JUCO at Central Lakes. Because one thing that happened, you know, I put so much work in, you know, in the weight room. You know, we had no strength coach, but I was in there, you know, grinding. I remember. You know, throughout the season, freshman year, my numbers went up. My squat went up. My bench went up. My clean, my deadlift, all my numbers went up, like, a good little bit because I was, like, training. I was lifting good, like, in season. So, because, like, once season got around, like, after those first few games, like, I wasn't I wasn't the starter. I wasn't playing tons. So, I was like, yeah, this is what, what I got to do. And then, yeah, the, you know, I put so much work in, and I still wasn't starting. Like in high school, 
you know, I was a wrestler in high school, and wrestling, you know, was a great sport, taught me, taught me a bunch, but, you know, all the work you put in wrestling, you know, it's such an individual sport, you know, you put the, you put the work in, then, like, your match, like, you're better in that match, like, the work you put in, you know, it, sh it shows, so I put a lot of work in in high school and wrestling, you know, and it paid off, you know, I put a lot of work in in track in high school, and it paid off, you know, I was in football, or excuse me, in, in wrestling, you know, our team ended up winning the state championship. I ended up, you know, doing decent in the state place and whatever, you know, but the work that I put in, you know, it paid off with those types of things. But football, you know, that work that I put in, it wasn't like shown to me right away. I wasn't like, boom, like starter or like, boom, you're making like, you know, three interceptions a game or something. It's not like, you know, and that's, it's a team sport. So there's so much uh, going on, but you know, something from football that I really realized. Because when I remember in Juca, I was really frustrated because it was like putting so much work in. And these these other guys, some of these other guys are not putting anywhere close to the amount of work that I am into this. So, you know, this is bullshit. Like, I'm putting this work in, and they're starting above me. You know, it was really frustrating. I remember sitting in, like, my, my room and just being like, man, like, this is, you know, not that I wanted to quit or anything, but just, like, this is not what I imagined how things would turn out. So just really frustrating. But like even sophomore year, you know, I remember, you know, Coach Coach Jazz Watkins told me, hey, I think, you know, you might be one of the most improved players out of this offseason. You know, because, I mean, when I, after, in between freshman and uh, sophomore year in college, you know, between my two seasons in JUCO, you know, I put a bunch of work in again. I was like, yeah, you're one of the most improved players here, maybe one of the best, along with uh, along with Barry Barry Moreland. But, you know, I played. He he was like, you know, he was trying to get me in. Like, I played safety my freshman year. He was moving me to corner a little bit, you know, trying his trying to give me give me some looks. But, you know, I got playing time. But, you know, I really wasn't the starter a lot. You know, there were times here and there. But overall, it's not like I was a dominant force in the secondary or something, you know. And I, as I look back, you know, I think that that really taught me a lot because, you know, like I was saying before, I put the work in and it, and it showed. With football, you know, I put the work in and I got better, but I still wasn't better than the next guy. And that's, uh, I think that relates a lot to, the, like, how life and just, you know, you you put all this work in, you want something to happen, but at the end of the day, it's about merit. It's about who's better. You know, if you put in, you know, ten hours of preparation, and this guy put in only an hour, but he's still better than you. I mean, he's still better than you. So, the best man, you know, should get the position regardless. It doesn't matter how much you prepare. If you really want that position, you know, if he's putting one hour in, you're putting ten hours in. Maybe you need to put twenty hours in. Maybe you need to put go. You know, you need to do what you need to do to close that gap. So. That was a big lesson I learned that really take with me because whenever I'm like, man, I put them all this time, you know, I should I should see these results or I should, uh, you know, be better than this person or whatever. I take a step back and say, you know, am I am I better than them? Like. Like, let's be serious, you know, like, don't be uh, don't be delusional with it. Like, is this on the field? You know what? Like, that's. That's where it is. What's on the what's on the field? 
what you what do you put on the tape like that's that's the most important thing so you know it's about merit it's not about how much time you put into I mean it is but if you want to if you want to get to that level you just got to put that much more time in to get to get there so that's really what I what I learned and one of the biggest lessons I learned and I you know I really thank uh, coach coach Jazz because you know maybe coming out of high school I was like a you're not not entitled or, or something I mean maybe a little bit but like just feeling like you know white guy coming from the from the suburbs like it was easy and then you know I go there and there's guys from all over and nothing was handed to me and it was like it taught me yeah it just taught me something so so yeah in that environment like I was just saying some of the guys on that team man it's a cast of characters there's dudes from south side Chicago guys from you know the middle of nowhere farm uh, you know, guys from Texas, Nebraska, everywhere, every walk of life. Well, you know, I was at the junior college and on that team. And that's just like you learn so much from all those uh, different perspectives and, you know, like having to come together, getting to come together for that common goal. It's really special. And, like, just that group of, uh, yeah, so many different uh, – diversity and perspectives just uh yeah learned learned a lot so ended up going to Bemidji State University after after Central Lakes story of how I got in contact with them so in between my freshman and sophomore year at Central Lakes I went to like I don't know maybe maybe 10 football camps like all those little like one day camps where uh you know, colleges have them, a bunch of kids go, and then, like, the coaches kind of evaluate the kids. Went to, like, the Gophers, Iowa State, uh, Kansas, North Dakota. Went, to, yeah, Northern Iowa, a bunch of them. When I was at the UND one, the University of North Dakota, Bemidji State coaches were there, and they saw me, and, yeah, they were just interested, and at the end, they were like, hey, man, you know, we're, we like what we saw. You know what's what? What are you up to? Oh, I'm at Central Lakes, this and that. I think they actually said, you know, if you want, you might, you could probably transfer right now. But I was like, I wanted that extra, that last uh, semester at Central Lakes because you know the season, uh, the season before freshman year, we didn't win the championship. Sophomore year, we went 11 and 0, won the conference championship, MCAC, which was a big, big deal for us. So I was happy to do that accomplish that with the team and then right after that January 2017 then it was a Bemidji State so yeah I remember like just first couple months being there like uh, some guys were missing study tables or whatever and it was like hey team meeting coach Bolte or whatever say hey we uh you know you guys Monday got to be at the gym 4 a.m. We need to do some running. It was accountability training. So it was like four, yeah, four in the morning. We were there, did sprints, you know, all, an hour, whatever, across the gym floor. Some guys were puking and, you know, just, just crazy. And then it hit me, you know, like I'm at a, you know, this isn't Juco anymore. It's, uh, it's different. 
but yeah, still, uh, yeah, still lo loved it though. But let's see, I got some stuff written on. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't at the UND camp actually, so I mean, they're really you know excited, want me to get me. Uh, were interested in me. But then when I ended up like messaging them and stuff, like the guy who was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna be a recruiting, recruiting guy. You're, I'm gonna be like you know, the communications that you talk to. I'm gonna re be your recruiter, pretty much." But like he wouldn't, like sometimes he wouldn't really reply to my text. I remember I was like, "Hey, you know, we have a bye this week. I'm trying to come to a game," and like he didn't reply, so I had to like email a different coach. And then I went to the game, and at the end of it, he was like, "Oh, yeah, sorry, I we cooled off on you a little bit, you know, because your tape wasn't amazing." I was just, I don't know, just something that kind of, yeah, motiva motivates me a little bit. But, yeah, like Coach uh, Coach uh, Yoner, the DB coach up there, was, uh, yeah, always very warm and warm to me and, yeah, wanted me on the team and just really was a uh, positive force and helped me Im improve as the DB coach and, welcome me in so i mean i appreciate uh him and then yeah i mean i ended up going to bemidji because they were like one of the you know the few teams that like wanted me that was a like i was mindful of like the money part you know tuition all that i didn't i didn't have a division one offer or anything like that was kind of my mindset going into juco a lot of guys mindsets going into juco get a d1 offer we didn't have that but i wasn't like I'm going to walk on somewhere and then, like, earn a scholarship because I was, like, I knew, like, that tuition was there and, you know, that's coming. So I was smart enough to go to think about that. Midgie's, like, with the most inexpensive tuition in the state for four years. So so that was that was a good thing. But, but yeah, I mean, didn't start out with a scholarship. Ended up earning one in my last semester. What? Yeah, I was proud of that. But yeah, oh, some other colleges that uh, recruited me a little bit. That showed me a little bit of love. Uh, Graceland, uh, Bethel College in Kansas, Sterling, you know, Luther College, Doan, Nebraska. Most of those are like NAIAs. None of them really caught my eye just because they're all real small and like private. I don't know, I was just felt like a public school or like, you know, a good size was, you know, more for me. So, so yeah. Another big thing with uh, Bemidji and just a, a D2 is just I felt like I had to be on every practice. Like in Juco, sometimes there's like kind of lollygagging or whatever, and guys could get away with it. But like Bemidji, don't think even like my skill with my skill level like I had to be like like at 100% every time or else I get exposed and <laughs> yeah just I think I wanted to uh yeah I just wanted to practice I loved practicing I don't know why a lot of guys in football you know hate practicing but then love games like a lot of it's like the same thing I mean other than fans and that I don't know maybe that's just me yeah Senior at Bemidji, I was a, a starting cornerback. I mean, didn't start the whole season because whatever. But I mean, I was a starting cornerback. Had some, had some real good, had some good games, some fun games, and 
Yeah, I just re- I enjoyed my Bemidji uh, stay experience a lot. Oh, they have a great great uh, tradition. Every homecoming, they win. You jump in the lake, sing sing the fight song. You know, everyone's on the shore like circling, and it's just a really cool experience. It's one of the great great traditions. You know, under under the radar traditions in college football. I always felt like that was that was special. I'm just like, there's just a feeling in the air, you know, like a, a unity and positivity, and like all the alumni are back. It's just like a really cool kind of celebration, and we always happen to win that game, so that helps. But yeah, then after that season, so the season ended, you know, maybe September, November, somewhere like around there, and then I had a roommate. My senior year uh, from Switzerland, Lucas Ruas, Ruas, if you're watching this, what's up? Probably just my mom watching, but whatever. <laughs> Anyways, he uh, opened my eyes that there is you know, football and you know American football out in Europe. So if that's something I'm interested in, it, it's available and kind of educated me on what the you know what there is there. So made an account on it's called EuroPlayers.com. It's like a database connects like coaches out in Europe to players here and you know all over the world so they can talk and you know watch film and yeah talk to each other and maybe get contracts so was on that excuse me just felt like that's that's what I wanted to do because like traveling and stuff you know lived in Minnesota my whole life like I wanted to see what was out there so I thought it was just a perfect experience, perfect thing to do. So, yeah, once I graduated and, you know, in December and then was at, at home, I just spent, you know, hours just, you know, continue to train and just a lot of hours on, like, this on the website, just, like, learning the ins and outs and, like, sending messages to all these coaches, probably send, like, a hundred, few hundred, <laughs> couple hundred messages on there. And, yeah, eventually had a had some interest from a, coach in Turkey in Ankara the capital but I don't know I wasn't as interested in that uh culture and situation just because the team was like didn't have a bunch of didn't seem like a, a super winning team and like the team was kind of a part of a university but like kind of independent it's kind of weird but anyways then I ended up getting a reply from coach in Germany Coach Kicker, <laughs> as he's called, and yeah, I was just like Germany would seem awesome and seem like a good town, like a good situation, good team. Uh, I talked to like there's American there, Alex. I uh, you know, Facetimed him or whatever, and he's an American guy, but he got married to a a German lady, German girl over there, and now he lives in Germany and Cottbus there. And he gave me a lot of great, you know, he was just kept it real with me and was like, you know, not trying to sugarcoat it and make a, you know, and told me exactly what it was, what to expect. And yeah, I, th- I thought that was great of him. And like, just, yeah, it seemed like the best thing, the best thing for me. And I was really excited to keep playing. So sign, sign that contract, I think in March. Yeah, signed in February. I was gone in March. Uh, to do th- to do that, yeah. I think I got there in Berlin. Coach Kicker picked me up. 
my drive home, I mean, my drive to Cottbus, which is like an hour south of Berlin, in the eastern German, eastern side of Germany, I was like, this looks a lot like Minnesota. Like, it's not, it's not that different. I thought it was going to be like a different world or something. But, but yeah, except the, the cars drive a lot faster, you know, on the, on the Autobahn. But, yeah, I got to my flat, and it was like real sweet setup. They did a really good job over there just setting everything up like and then you know being making you feel at home and just being friendly and you know inviting you in and it was just yeah really awesome but yeah so then ended up playing my first game in like April you know I was like 21 when I played my first professional game I guess out there yeah we won and it was yeah it was a really cool experience I really really loved it out there just you know, the food and the people and the football and, like, you know, the traveling. I traveled to Poland a f few times and the Czech Republic, pr Prague. And, yeah, I mean, I played cornerback, safety, linebacker, kick returner, punt returner, little receiver, like, uh, did it all. And, like, the coaching part, coach DBs for the men's team. Uh, yeah, I mean, coached the, the youth team. Because, I mean, in Germany, it's not like it is here in America where the the schools and the sports are kind of connected. It's like the school, you know, they have sports schools. But, you know, like football is its own thing. Like it's an independent, like the cop was crayfish, the team I was signed with. They, uh, you know, they're like a private organization. Like they're like their own thing. So people come there, you know, sign their kids up, sign themselves up for football. So I really enjoyed coaching those kids and stuff because, you know, they don't have great coaching out there. There's not, like, a bunch of American football coaches out there uh, teaching all the way. So I was really happy to be able to share my passion and, you know, train some of the kids, give them, all the point, give them a lot of pointers and, yeah, you know, share my energy. Hopefully that was contagious. And, yeah, it's just, like, a great sport to, you know, grow and get better and challenge yourself. So hopefully, yeah, some of those youngins, uh, you know, got some of that. And hopefully I made the Coppers Crayfish men's team a little better just with uh, doing what I could with with those guys. So, so yeah. And I guess I came back in September, so I was out there maybe like seven months or so. And, yeah, when I got back, you know, I honestly wasn't sure what I was going to do. Uh, I was just, yeah, a lot, you know, a lot on my mind. And, you know, eventually I just kept training, though. So, yeah, I just ended up, you know, thinking, hey, like, you know, where I am in life, you know, I don't have a lot of bills, I don't have a girlfriend, kids, you know, I don't have all these responsibilities, like, now's the time to do stuff where, you know, I'll never be able to do this type of stuff ever, you know, ever again in my life, and, you know, it's like stuff I want to be doing, you know, it's like I love football and I want to travel, so this is like the perfect thing. So, yep, back on the... uh Euro players emailing all those, all those uh, coaches on there. Y'all, y'all really don't be reply, don't really reply to me though. To your loss, except for you know Pori. So this year, I think there's an airplane, <laughs> airplane flying above. Anyways, this year, signed with a or, or I guess yeah, 2020. 2019 December January signed with the Pori Bears in Finland to play with them 
uh, that'd be a really cool opportunity. I'm just really interested in Finland and their culture. I remember reading like articles of, you know, like the happiest countries in the world and like Finland's and like the, always in the top and like those Scandinavian countries and yeah, just drew a, thought that'd be a really interesting. I think they're like more socialist and stuff. I just want to see their dynamic and how the people were heard. The people are just like super nice. And, uh, you know, from my experience talking to them, they are, they're, they're pretty awesome. They're really nice. So yeah, I was really excited. Signed with them. was flying out May, early May, May 4th, May 4th was going to plan was to fly out there. And then, yeah, I mean, as you know, the COVID, uh, situation came up, uh, around that time and, you know, they ended up, uh, postponing the season. So I was going to get there May for like the season to start at the end of May. But since they pushed the season back, they were like, Hey, we don't want to fly you in just so you sit in your apartment. So, you know, we're going to cancel your flight and then just book it later when it's closer to the season, when the season gets, you know, uh, start gets set in stone and we kind of have a better idea of what's, what's going to happen. So, you know, it's just kind of an, an elusive, uh, you know, a departure date. Like not sure exactly when, you know, I was just looking at the situation. Oh, the European Union bans Americans from from traveling to Europe, you know, all the, all the news and and stuff like that. But I felt I was really confident the whole time because, I mean, the Pori Bears organization, they seemed, uh, you know, confident. They were really committed to me, which I appreciated. And, you know, I was just confident because I was like, I'm going to have a work visa. I'm going to have a residence permit like those, you know, like I'll be able to come in there. I'll be good. I have a reason to be there. I'm not just traveling for vacation or leisure or whatever. So I thought I was good. So I just kept getting pushed back. Hey, you know, maybe around this time we'll fly out here. Oh, maybe this time. You know, okay, now the season is rescheduled. It's going to be a five-game season, two playoff games. You know, it's set in stone. So, hey, maybe around this day we'll fly out here. You know, once it approached this day, I think it was like July. Yeah, early July. Yeah, so it was all of May, all of June. So it was like two months postponed. Still felt like I was going out there, but then like early July. Yeah, right before July 4th, they were like, you know, they gave me the bad news. Said, hey, you know, with they're still not allowing Americans in. And they were like, we maybe, you know, since you can't fly from America here, maybe we'll fly you to Germany or Denmark or something or Sweden and then here and like work it out. And then they also said, you know, we we're look, we we're trying, we we're calling, but I don't think that Finland is authorizing any new residence permits at the moment. So, you know, if you had a previous one, like maybe you could come back, but like I, they weren't issuing any new ones. So I wasn't able to like get that, which would help me get in. But anyways, it don't really matter. Couldn't get in there, you know, voided the contract, whatever. They're actually playing now. Their season's going on. I think they have uh, this weekend is their fourth game. So, you know, it sucks, but you can't control. Can't control, you know, all the shit going on. Because, I mean, when I heard the, when he messaged, messaged me, the Pori Bears guy, and said, hey, you know, it's not going to be able to happen. I just, you know, I was honestly really angry and, and sad, you know, like a lot of emotion. Uh, I was at, like, a store. I was at, like, a 
Salvation Army or whatever. And I was just like, man, this sucks, you know, because I've been, I've been training since I got back from Germany. And then, you know, I signed in like December, January, like let's say January 1st. And then I've been training, you know, since May, June, July, like six months of, of training this year, you know, eight, nine months altogether, you know, just for this. And since I knew I was going back to Europe, I was like, I'm not going to get a career job or anything. I'm just going to kind of work temporary stuff, you know. So I'm, I'm more flexible. I can go back. So I was doing, like, snow removal. I remember thinking it was, like, 3 in the morning. You know, I'm out working, uh, shoveling snow. You know, it's Minnesota, so we get plenty of that. So I'm, like, shoveling snow in the middle of the, you know, 3 in the morning. Oh, man, like, this kind of sucks. <laughs> but, you know, it always motivated me. I was like, hey, I'm doing this. This is a sacrifice so that I'm able to, you know, like, this is for this is for Finland. This is for, you know, I can save money and then you know, live, live out my dream, you know, keep playing football and being able to travel and do this awesome thing. So it really was motivating me, uh, to go through, you know, all the, all that, all that stuff, you know, working landscaping, stone removal, you know, living with my brother, parents, you know, not stuff that I really wanted to do, but it was a sacrifice. So to have all that, uh, you know, kind of rip from underneath you kind of sucks, but to the uh, you know few of you that may uh, you know are connected with me on LinkedIn, you know I wrote an article on there, I just talked about my perspective a little bit. And I remember you know, I was at like Salvation Army, I was buying stuff, flip online or whatever. But I you know I was mad, sad, and I was like, hold up, wait a second. You know like what are you gonna do? <laughs> like how what are you gonna do? <laughs> like, are you gonna be like mad and bitter and like? you know, angry at the world or whatever. Or, you know, maybe you can look at this from a different angle and see, hey, you know, this this door closed, but now, you know, there's a lot of other opportunities. There's a lot of other things you can do. You know, I still, I'm still, uh, you know, live, live a flexible lifestyle where I'm able to pursue a lot of, you know, a lot of other different things. So other things that I wanted to do, you know, like now I, now I can. So, I mean, I like made some, videos and stuff that I felt was important I've uh you know decided to make this this podcast just because something to do help me get better at communicating hopefully you know I'm doing uh let's see doing like entrepreneurial type stuff uh pursuing that selling stuff online like doing stuff that I want to do that I like to do might do some other business stuff you know, we'll we'll see as it uh progresses, but yeah, I mean it's still early, and I'm just taking it as a you know my perspective is to look at the opportunities and what uh you know the positives and what I'm going to be able to do. You know, re- with with this uh yeah with this change, so yeah, I'm just trying to look at it positive and you know I still have that desire to go back to Europe and play again. So who knows what's going to happen with the world, but you know, 2021 or whatever, you know, I'm still training hard, running, lifting. I'm really in in great shape. Like right now, I just, the way I'm moving, I feel like I'm moving the best I ever have. Like my speed, my quickness, like I'm just, my fast twitchiness, like it just feels like, you know, I'm in a really good place. So whenever, uh, whenever an opportunity uh, presents itself, you know, I'm going to be in the position to, uh, 
to capitalize on it. So that's 2021, another team in Europe, maybe the same team, maybe a different one, who knows. Uh, yeah, I'll be ready, and that's what I want to do. So just going to keep training. And, yeah, MASH, uh, MASH performance. I've been training with them since I was in, in high school, as I said earlier. Still training with them, you know, lifting that lifetime, but mostly MASH. So, yeah, I'm going to keep doing that. Yeah, and I'm really, uh, you know, I'm really hopeful for the future. And, you know, some people might feel like things are gloomy with everything going on. But, you know, I st still really think at the end of the day, it's like it's really a great time to be alive. Like, I mean, even with this stuff going on, like, I mean, we're, there's quarantine and stuff. But, I mean, we still have Internet. We can still talk to each other. There's still a lot of there's still a lot, a lot of positives. So. Yeah, that's how I feel. And yeah, that's uh had some notes here, not really uh, you know, just so I in case I lost my train of thought, but that's kind of all I got with my football football uh stuff. So yeah, that's my experience with football uh so far. Uh yeah, it's not the end of the story. But uh yeah, just uh, still still love the sport, love playing it, love the, uh, you yeah, know, it's hard to do, a, you know, like if people ask, you know, what do you like about football, it's hard, or like, what do you like best, it's hard to, uh, to answer sometimes just because, uh, you know, there's a lot of different things, like, you know, wrestling, you know, it's, it's you versus another guy, it's one-on-one, -on -one, you know, and that's, that's special in its own right, but football, how there are so many people, you know, there's 11 men on the field per team at once. Like, yeah, like if you fuck up, the whole it's the it's the whole team, you know, all that like how it all mixes and there's so much cohesion and there's more to like it's not just like the technique, like there's so the people aspect of football is so is so special, like. You know, wrestling, it's just you, you know, you work on your technique, you know, you train it, you do live, you get better, now you're better, now you execute, you go to your match, you know, it's a, it's a grind, it's an improvement, and with football, it's like, you could have a bunch of great players together, but if they're assholes, or if they're like, you know, chemistry's bad, whatever, they don't click, they're not the play style, like, there's, the human element is like, is so large, so... There's so much that goes into like the culture, the culture of football, like just of a, of a team, and uh, you know all the men and women sometimes that are on a t on a team. That just how how all that cohesion, like how to get all that to work, like it's a uh, yeah. I just really like that challenge of uh you know all the people coming together for that common goal and trying to and you know figuring it out. So it's probably my favorite part. I mean, I really like hitting people, <laughs> like smacking a guy. It feels real. It feels good. <laughs> yeah, this is my this is my first year, my whole life. You know, since I was maybe like five or something. I'm I don't have a you know don't have a season of football that I'm playing. So I don't know. I might I might go crazy. If you're walking on the sidewalk, you might gotta watch out because you know I got I got pent up. Uh, Pent up tackles, pent up aggression. So, <laughs> no, I'm just I'm just kidding. But, 
But yeah, I think that's uh, about all I got. I'm at about uh, 48 minutes here. If you're, if you're here or got any questions for me, feel free to. So this will be on YouTube. <laughs> got the video camera. This will be that will be on YouTube. Be on uh, you know, podcast. This will be on Spotify, Apple. You know, maybe SoundCloud. I'm gonna try to get it out there. You know, I don't have much. I don't have any experience with this stuff, but I'm gonna learn. Do my best. This is gonna be kind of like a hybrid podcast. There'll be some episodes where it's just me. Hopefully, I'll get guests in that. I yeah, I think I'm gonna be able to have. I'll have the capacity to have guests. I need to learn how to do stuff over Zoom or Skype to have a guest that way eventually. And yeah, if you have any uh, any questions for me, yeah, feel free to message me. You know, maybe comments if it's YouTube or whatever. Uh, you know, I'll be open to reading that. Yeah, so questions if you have any requests for maybe other, uh, you know, for guests, for topics, for for whatever, advice for what I could do better. Am I talking in the mic weird? Can you hear me all right? Am I making weird noises? Am I saying the same word or something or stuttering or I don't know? Just whatever. Any advice? Yeah. Constructive criticism. Uh, yeah, I'm open because I want to yeah do a good job. So, yeah, I think next week, guest of mine, guest on the show, on the show. Lord Hyming, currently uh, signed with the Montreal Alouettes, is it said, in the Canadian Football League. I'll have him on the here. That should be really fun. So, yeah, stay tuned. And thanks again. Really appreciate you all for watching. That's it.